three, two, one. Welcome to Hungry Hip Hop, potluck style reviews where you dish out the freshest takes on what these artists are serving up. We're looking for the spiciest bars, vibes, and production in order to expand our palettes and diversify our playlists. What up, guys? It's time. We've waited. Well, we've waited a couple years at least for the toxic king, the misogynist god himself, Future, has returned. Mm-hmm. It was, even without dropping an album, I think Future is someone who, like, is just present in talk about rap, who's present in the game. And I went into this album with pretty high expectations, actually, especially knowing that he produced Adonda too. I really think that his profile has been just fucking growing and huge from just the Atlanta trap scene to really just being a huge name up there with like Drake and Kanye over the past few years. Someone who's been influential, I mean, God, all the way back from his earliest stuff like Pluto and Honest in 2011 all the way up through his like main studio albums like Future, Hendrix, World on Drugs. And I mean, notably, the first time I had heard of him, uh, What a Time to Be Alive, which was actually a collaboration with Drake. You know, I see some of my co-hosts giving that a thumbs down, but What a Time to Be Alive, in my opinion, really, I mean, obviously, when you get that Drake cosign, you're going to explode. But Jumpman was one of the biggest songs. Jumpman, Jumpman, Jumpman. That song was huge, dude. Fucking huge. Um, and in my opinion, that was one thing that really blasted him off. But Future came into 2022. Future came into came into I Never Liked You, this album, with a lot of momentum. And a lot of rappers kind of biting off his style in the past few years. So as someone who recently, I feel like, did a heel turn to kind of admire Future's whole brand and his music, even if... I've never thought that his albums were really that amazing all the way through. I did have high expectations. Mark, what was your kind of first experience listening to this album? Yeah, so um, I've never, I don't think I've really listened to a future album fully through before. I know when Dirty Sprite 2 came out, I tried it and I wasn't a fan. Um, and I've obviously heard, obviously heard singles, but I've never listened to like the Hendrix double album or whatever and any of that. So I've only ever heard like little singles here and there and then features. Um, some stuff I like, some stuff I didn't. This is my first full future album. Um, definitely disappointed. I did not think it was that good. Um, there was some highlights on it though. There was some shit I did like and I thought was fun. And I'll definitely like get to it and mention it. But for the most part, I almost wonder, like, has Future gotten, like, pigeonheld now into having to be a toxic boy for life? Mm. Like, what if he doesn't want to rap about, like, toxic bitches and shit? Like, I'm just thinking, like, what if this other shit he kind of, like, rather rap about? But, like, this is his brand now. Like, this is kind of what he has to, like, kind of keep rapping about that and, like, drugs and shit. Um, I mean, not saying he didn't really rap about anything else, but I'm just curious, you know, always wonder when people get pigeonholed, you know, kind of forced into boxes. Um, I know Tyler talked about that a lot in the day. And so, yeah, I don't know. This album, though, um, it's a lot of weak shit, a lot of boring beats. I swear, that's what always surprises me, especially with rappers at this caliber. It's like, dude, 
there is no excuse for you to have a boring beat. None. Like in my opinion, you're late. I think GQ just rated you the best rapper alive or something like that. Some magazine ridiculous rated that. But either way, it's just kind of like you are huge. Even if you're not the best rapper alive, you're at least like top five in terms of like just how big you are, you know? And so it's like Future is fucking huge. He has all these clubs with the biggest artists. Like there's no reason whatsoever you should have boring, you know, beats on your album. There's just no, there's no excuse in my opinion. And this album was full of really boring production. And then most of the features did not bring it, in my opinion. There was a Gunna feature. Nope. Young Thug feature. Nope. Um, uh, Kanye, two Drake songs. Kanye feature was pretty mid, my, at best. One of the Drake features was pretty whack. The other Drake feature I thought was okay. Um, like, I can't think of a single feature that... Oh, ESTG did pretty good. Um, he sounded right for the beat that he was on. Other than that, I can't think of a single feature I really liked on this album. Um, and yeah, out of almost 20 some songs, 21, 22 songs, uh, I liked four. <laughs> like, it's it's definitely not a good ratio whatsoever. But there are just there's, there's highlights, there's shit that sounds really good, but it's just it's few and far between. Milo, Also, is this your first uh, feature experience, like, project? This is Milo, live in stereo, and yes, this is my first feature project. And I, okay, so first of all, this album is 48 minutes long, and the average song length is three minutes. You got 16 tracks on it. As Mark mentioned, you've got a good number of features, ESTG, whoever the hell that is, Kodak Black, Mm -hmm. Drake, and Gunna and Young Thug, and then our favorite genius, Kanye West. And it makes sense that his feature was mid. That's what Kanye does. He, I think Kanye is genuinely that person who saves all of his good stuff for himself and gives other people, like, the scraps, as he should. in his own songs. So... <laughs> As for the actual album itself, oh, this is really like hook focus. So yeah, this, as for the actual album itself, basically you're going to get the same trap beats all the way through. Like that that one 808 where somebody just like spread their cheeks and let one rip right into the mic and they EQ'd it or whatever to make it sound like a drum. <laughs> That's basically all throughout this entire album. I think off the top of my head, I don't, my notes like fell on the ground, but there are only three songs where the sound, the musical sound stands out from the West, the rest. Mm-hmm. Basically everything else is going to sound the same and it's mostly centered around hooks. Mm-hmm. I think that this is just an album for you to be sipping lean to, getting neck from some girl you <laughs> met at a party while you know the beat's going and you're like this hook is just playing in the background. So if that's not your vibe, this album is very likely not for you. I didn't enjoy it. I I did find some of the more heartfelt songs surprising because I didn't know Future acted like that. But we can get into that as we go track by track. Bro, that's part of part of being a toxic boy. You gotta act like you heartfelt for a little bit to pull him in, and then bam, hit him with that yep. toxicity. <laughs> I thought, yeah, I thought that was. <laughs> I wonder if this is just like manipulation. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Um. Okay. Real uh, quick, do you guys do you guys remember Future had a feature on that song "Billy" by Earth Gang? Yeah. Wait, he was. 
Oh, sorry. I'm thinking Billy by uh, six nine. I was like, no, was so on? there's a so off of. So he was at the end of the song. I remember that. Yeah. I said you could play the song, but it's cut futures part out. <laughs> well, see, that's funny because I feel the opposite way. I think future on Billy completely made that song and his vibe when he comes in and he just starts the song off with i feel like a god on this earth little nigga like fuck dude <laughs> that fucking hit me when i heard that in billy man and that's the energy i wanted coming from this album mm-hmm. and oh man this thing is pretty mid i have to agree with you guys i really i texted mark when I was first listening to this, the night it dropped, <laughs> you were hyped. I, I had, I, uh, I myself might have been puffing on Zooties a little bit, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, this the future might have just dropped album of the year." Woke up the next day, and I was like, "I, I don't know what I was thinking with this." Everything <laughs> that Milo said about just having the same drums, almost like go through the whole album, was, I mean that. <laughs> that's what it is that's just that's just the truth of it and i i don't know i i think that there are some some good songs on here i think that there's i actually like the features for the most part uh my favorite one probably is the second drake song on the album i'm the one or i'm on one i'm sorry yeah 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 i think i think that's it and then i like also, the real quick lyrics. kanye sorry i Go ahead. Sorry, just real quick. I think I might have listened to the deluxe because I listened to like oh, 22 sorry, tracks. Man. I'm so sorry for you. Yeah. Bruh. Yeah. I only, re- I only listened to like the, the release, the release one. Fuck my life. Whatever. All right. Keep going. If you guys, if you guys are wondering, <laughs> Future is no stranger to manipulating album sales <laughs> and uh, manipulating stream trolling in different ways. And one of those is that he'll just change the album on Spotify to be the deluxe and it now has 30 songs or whatever mm-hmm. uh i am i only listened to the first however many from the original release mm-hmm. um mark did you have any favorite tracks you want to talk about um i did if we could start with the track um so the first track that i actually thought was fun that i thought this whole album was actually going to kind of sound like was massaging me massaging me that beat was a banger i i felt um i felt the beat was banging i thought he was like flowing over that bit super nicely um and like it was like a really hyped up track or whatever and like i like future when he's hyped up and like i mean i like melodic future too where he's like sometimes his feelings but it's just to be like really the right beat whereas like if you just give him a pretty hype beat and have him just have fun on it um and i felt like he was doing that with misogyny and yeah i thought that shit hit um did anyone i it's to me i but it's the misogyny is the ninth track nine tracks in that was the first beat where i was like oh okay here we go that's how i'm fine right for a future album i thought i was gonna get that the first track maybe second latest like nine tracks in was the first time where i felt like just getting hype and i'm like damn that's a long time to wait for a future album like nine tracks in to get hype. I mean, I guess I know he was trying to be a little bit more melodic on this, but um, like even for a nut with Gunna and Young Thug didn't really give me hype. I just kind of really felt like that was trash. Keep it burning with Kanye didn't give me hype. Like most these shirts were like kind of lower tier mid, but I don't know, dude. Uh, Alan, what'd you think of the song? Dude, I completely agree. This is like you were talking, <laughs> you were talking about future feeling like maybe he's pigeonholed. 
I, I, I got to be honest. I think this is what future is good at, and he <laughs> does not need to make Stankonia. You know, <laughs> he like when he's just like, "Hey, I'm toxic. I'm saying shit like." The king, I'm the goat, I'm your daddy. Put my finger in her pussy, just like that's, <laughs> that's all I need. Future, someone needs to tweet that. And this is and this is a hard beat too. So this is just, I don't know. This is what I want from future, and I don't, mm. I don't need you to do much else. Well, you mentioned another song we'll get to soon that I just <laughs> that I think is just like hot shower levels of bad. <laughs> <laughs> But this, dude, misogyny is, if you're just, if you're making a pure future, just like toxic bangers playlist, I would put misogyny on there. Uh, so I agree. Okay, so we're just going to pretend like we don't hear the play on words or nobody mentioned it. Wait, say it. What were you, what were you thinking? Misogyny. Oh, misogyny. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I didn't think about that actually at all. That's funny. <laughs> so yeah, he's basically just putting it like putting it out there, <laughs> giving us the middle finger right now. So this song is definitely a skip. I'm sorry. I I do need. I'm surprised Alan had those lines because he was talking way too fast and the music, like the the drum soundscape, was way too loud. I'm I listened to that song at least three times and I have no clue what he was talking about i get that sometimes rappers don't have like a coherent idea in their verses like vince staples for instance had uh the first track on his last album as a matter of fact was just a bunch of random lines about long beach that didn't really Mm -hmm. stick together that they all had long beach in common i couldn't even hear what what future was saying so maybe i take back what i said last week maybe beach sounds of the waves crashing against the rocks is a better idea than whatever the hell this was the song uh has a horrible hook just basically repeat misogyny over and over and you'll have the hook i guess no skits or voicemail so okay uh, no features on this right this is just mm-hmm, yeah no that's features. just straight old up, faction nevadius all by himself and i don't know i don't know how you could sell that's this song. name by the way if you go and no one mr nevadius wilburn <laughs> he said soon as i get off the jet i'm in the trenches throwing up gang signs that's hey. we'll talk about that too while we, <laughs> when we get to other so, but this is i don't know how you could sell this on it i don't know who lists future he's pretty much the head of his own projects he's not a subordinate right yeah yeah i mean i doubt it i can't see it in any world where he's a subordinate okay. <laughs> that's the only way that this can get cleared Oh god, dude! I don't know. I thought that hook was fire, bitch. Besides of me, catchy dog. Yeah, must get sense of bitch. Besides of me, catchy like that shit was hard. It just but- sounds like someone like murmuring in their sleep. Every hook, that's what it sounded like, <laughs> except for the one that Kanye, um, that Kodak Black did, which was great. I liked that hook. I think Kodak had a pretty good feature on this, which surprised me. Yeah. Because he looks uh, like a gremlin. If you want to talk about it, let's go ahead. But I heavily disagree. I was this might have been my most disappointing feature, if I'm going to be honest. Um, I heard Kodak back and I was like, is he singing on this? And like it just starts like with him just singing this shit. 
over a beat I also don't like. And I was like, come on, bro. You got Kodak on a song. Let's have some fun. Let's get fiery. But this shit was like really just kind of like sad and like not fun. And I did not like Kodak's hook whatsoever. But I guess I'm in the minority, Alan. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Mark, I would say you're the person who's probably listened to as met like the most Kodak out of all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of like him in this more like his sad bag, you know what I mean? As opposed to him doing the the like really ridiculous Kodak bars, you know what I mean? And oh, there's a little bit of Milo, your critique that you don't really understand. <laughs> <laughs> what he's saying all the time and then so the one kodak one that i'm like not understanding is he came in girl form so pretty i fell for it it felt like i known her oh but he's talking about the devil okay oh yeah okay. i was like wait yeah. kodak coming out like- <laughs> yeah mark hit us with the verse some in corinthians <laughs> I, I don't know this is probably the song that works for me the most Aside from the second Drake song, that's like not just a toxic banger on this album. Like this is probably the one I would say if we're going for a like honest, like sad song, this this would be it. It's not reinventing the wheel or anything. It's like this is a you probably could have heard this type of shit on like a 2000s album, like maybe with less like trap influence, obviously, but it it fucking works for me and i think future future i think took kodak and their contrast of voices especially with how raspy future is i think i think just kind of meshes really well and i think that's why future is a good feature artist is because his voice is so unique and when you put him on his whole album just him all the way through it starts to get really repetitive so yeah he has That's, an incredibly unique voice, in my opinion. Like incredibly, it's like it's it's very raspy and like it's just it's super cool. But yeah, if he, he has to use it right, um, yeah. Uh, Milo, what'd you think of this song? So this song is uh, definitely a let play. I don't know if I would cue it up. I really do enjoy the hook by Kodak Black. I was surprised. I feel like a lot of these rappers, quote unquote, should be R and B artists. Lil Durk, Lil Baby, and now Kodak Black. I could form like another Brock. If I were a label maker, I could form another Brock Hampton. And <laughs> little dirty little on, baby, could I black, bro? I'm such a sick Brock Hampton dog. <laughs> take on the the trap Hampton or something we could call it. At any rate, <laughs> this uh, I really enjoyed the, the the feature on this. But as for futures part, it did not bring it did not bring much for me. I like he didn't interact with what was in the hook at all. Like you have Kodak Black singing about like this devil in a blue dress and then future comes with like these really scatterbrained bars. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. like a narrative or something would have been cool here, but the selling, the selling point of the song, I think personally, I've always enjoyed the whole, like, won't you shake a poor sinner's hand sort of like, you know, this angel of light, but it's really a demon trying to take it, like exploit mm-hmm. your weaknesses. So that to me is what sells the song. Mark on the other hand, and it's called Voodoo on top of that. I was hoping, so I don't know if y'all have ever heard Call On My Spirits by Kodak Black. That's my favorite Kodak Black song, and it's not a hype song. It's more sad like this, and it's kind of singing in the chorus, too. 
But like, even with something like that, I would have appreciated, but this was just not it for me. And so, yeah, this very, this, um, yeah, this made me sad, but that's fine. All right. So if I'm, let's say I'm a squirrel and I'm getting ready for winter. I hate you so much. (laughs) Okay. And I really need, I really need sustenance to make it through. (laughs) I'm looking for a nut. I hate this nigga so much, bro. (laughs) And and I think that this might, I think a squirrel might be the fucking market for this song because (laughs) I think this shit is hilariously bad, dude. This is so on brand, though. (laughs) I mean, if, if the brand is like, okay, the music is kind of dumb and toxic, and a little bit repetitive it is on brand but i think he, ex- <laughs> he executed it a lot better on other tracks and again gunna is just not not an exciting rapper to me that's because you're not p uh, maybe i'm just not pushing p, you're not pushing but, p dog. but like really when i said that a song reminded me of hot shower in the sense that it like yeah. has a chorus that i remember in kind of a negative way and i don't remember anything else except for that it's you know what it is it's fucking way too sexy this is this oh, album out sexy. of here fuck out of here way too sexy is 10 times better than this sexy one day i wish we could meet all of these rappers like mark can meet will smith you can meet aubrey and i can meet jay-z we all can tell them how mid we think some of their stuff is. You know, and you like, know, i know you almost I, a billionaire but you mid <laughs> i don't <laughs> I don't know. I think I the 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 thing is I can buy a bitch up on one nut. Just oh I it's God, so, so bad. It's, it's man, so bad. I don't that really is... have anything else to say about, about this track, but like pick a good single. Like what is that? What's the first song off this? 7 12 p.m. Yeah, it's he not was bad. Trying. He tried it's, it. I didn't think it was bad. He tried I, it. Seven no, 7 12 p.m. to me is like a good ass banger and should have been solid. The single, like I don't, I don't, I don't I see it how. Great, it could. But it okay. I mean, he picked this obviously because it has a young thug feature on it, and he wants to like. So trash. That's it. That to be it. But like, pick seven twelve p.m. Pick one of the Drake songs, both the Drake songs and the Kanye song, <laughs> way better than the, than this. Milo, Milo, what do you think? Four nut. I'm about to yeah. hibernate through this shit next time. <laughs> Four nut. I don't know what y'all are so upset about here. This is exactly what you signed up for. So this song is a, a skip for me, obviously. And uh, the it, the hook, yeah, you all heard it. I, I can boss a bitch up for a nut. Yeah, The features Gunna and Young Thug. So this is probably the most coherent piece of trash on this album. There was a theme. They stuck with the theme. Like you have the, the hook. I boss a bitch up for a nut. You have Gunna coming in talking about buying her concert tickets. You got uh, Future coming in talking about putting diamonds in her butthole. You've got yeah, Young Thug line. talking about <laughs> Berkey bags and flowers. <laughs> like this is as far as it, if I were an English teacher and this were an essay, you had a thesis. You have your three body paragraphs and then your conclusion to wrap it all up. So the beat is exactly what you'd expect is trap drums i didn't try anything too experimental there i, I would offer this one up i think it's trash i would skip it but i would offer it up for the playlist i think it's a perfect snapshot <laughs> so much of the kind of 
morals or that this <laughs> album is trying to what's that game you know, line champion. life's biggest troll this nigga right here <laughs> I'm, not, I'm being serious <laughs> i know that's why i hate i can't believe you guys think that this oh, wannabe God. aubrey crap at the beginning of the album 7 12 p.m he thought because he didn't put any spaces in it we weren't gonna notice man I, milo you would have liked if it was called 7 12 p.m in in, in Atlanta, seven twelve p.m. in Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh, seven twelve p.m. near Stone Mountain. No, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, bro. I thought this shit was bad, bro. Uh, I thought they dug a verse. Dug it. Young Doug has to be the most inconsistent artist I've ever met in my life, bro. Yeah, like I can't think of an artist that. Is in, like as incredibly talented and unique as Young Thug that pits out as much bad music as he does. Also, um, like it's, I've never oh, seen an outlet. Wait, what'd you say? I just, I just had a cough. Tracks oh, this nigga, I did you say Little Wayne? Fuck you, nigga. <laughs> I've never seen an artist, including Little Wayne, that's ever been this good that puts out this consistently bad music. And Young Thug is just one of those niggas where it's like once every few times he'll drop something, but it'll be the most legendary thing it is. Um, this was not it. Uh, shoot him in his face if you don't trust him. She just ate cum. We in Hong Kong. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. What? That's your king. I, I would have liked the song more if I heard that bar. <laughs> She, I didn't. I didn't like, know that was here. Like the lives didn't even go together. I can sit on my pocket because it's busting. Shoot him in the face if you don't trust him. She just ate cum me in Hong Kong. Like nigga, the lives don't even. Where'd you this get is what that? You want. <laughs> this is your vibe, man. It's all about the vibe, dude. This is not a lie. <laughs> you ain't never been on a jet with a big booty model. <laughs> get your paper up. Man, you, Milo, you mentioned earlier, like maybe you throw these on if you're like hooking up with some girl you just met at the party. But dude, if this was playing while I'm hooking up at a girl, I would break oh, yeah. and just start laughing. I would, bro. I would, I I would, would just bro. start laughing if I heard my boner bars. would go down and I would start crackling, dog. <laughs> yeah. This would be Fuck. Uh, um, what's another one on this bitch? Um, hey, want to do one of the Drake ones? The first one. Let's yeah, let's talk it. about wait for you. That I knew saying. what the what the protocol was. I was listening to it. I was like, yo, this sounded like he just took went straight over to OVO and got this beat. And then I, you know, I heard that no, 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 no. <laughs> and I knew <laughs> I exposed <laughs> I exposed Drake's tricks to you. What episode like, yeah, did I know the recipe? On? I know, I know everything, bro. You put this much sugar in, you got it, dog. Yeah. <laughs> it's the recipe. All right, go yeah, watch our prior episodes if you want to know where that ad loop came from. Alan, uh, no, 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 has no, the no. formula down. <laughs> this was uh, this reminded me basically of Rose Tree. Like, if you listen to it's just it, it, Drake's verse was good, Future's verse is not. I it's still with the incoherency, I just don't know what this man's talking about. But Drake comes through and it's just basically Rose Street without the cripality or crip element. If you want, they're, they're not talking about doing gang signs. And things like that the sample is this so this is one of those songs the first song is voodoo this is the second one well i guess technically this is the first one if you go in order of the, the tracks but the point is the music stands out 
this has a very distinct sound from the rest of the album. Mm-hmm. And right after you go, you die. Uh, and then the, the track after it too sounds very distinct. And it's typically what you get from whatever your, your, your Drake freestyle tracks is some soul sample that's EQ'd out. Mm-hmm. And then you throw some, you know, drums over it, some boom bap drums to use a Mark's term. So I liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, I didn't enjoy it, but that's not Drake's fault. I actually felt like Drake did the best on this. Um, I thought it was okay. I thought that was like mid Drake, which I'm not saying negatively. Like I think mid Drake is fine. So I thought that sounded like a like if you if you were if, I felt like if a random person paid Drake a million dollars for a feature, like that's what they're gonna get. Like okay, let me do my formula. Let me just do this and bam. Here's a you're right. Here's a, here's a Drake verse. You know, like it was nothing special. Like. Um, in fact, was it no? Some other song. I'll say another song. But yeah, I just I did not think that like anything about it was super great. I just thought it was solid. It was a solid Drake verse. But I felt future lackluster. The beat lackluster. Whoever this nigga Tim's is lackluster. Like none of that shit did it. For I completely me. forgot about him. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> like, the the dude that they sampled. <laughs> the, that was singing. Wait for you in the sample. Oh, that that's Tim's. Him. Oh, I that thought I, heard, him, I thought I heard a high pitched nigga singing at some point. Yeah, that was that's oh, that is it. Yeah. Okay, that is it. Okay, never mind. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just I was not in it. But Drake did fine. Alan, this is. I agree with the sense that Drake's verse is so much better than features on this. Where this is just a Drake song to me mostly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean in terms yeah. of the flow, in terms of what. It's talking about in terms of getting like getting Thames to come on and sing the hook with you. That's that's all stuff that Drake should be doing. Mm-hmm. And then like if this song was on CLB and then Drake's like stopped trying to be toxic and just like did this kind of shit on CLB, I think it would have been like a much better true to Drake album than it turned out mm-hmm. where something like way too sexy should have been on this because it's so much more of a future type type thing because when future gets on this track and and he's saying that and he's saying things like every time i sip on codeine i get vulnerable like it's <laughs> i i i keep going back to i don't like maybe i do want to pigeonhole future a little bit but this is the like mm-hmm. this is not your bag dude mm-hmm. this, is, this is not your bag um that's what i was wondering i was like this sounds really simpy. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's like that's Drake's lane and something Drake's mm-hmm. like made a very obviously successful career out of. Yeah, Future's- probably one of the first to. I would say I would argue Drake's one of the first to make a career off simping as a rapper. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to be honest, before it was even called simping. Like Drake was the first one to make a career out of that as a rapper. He opened all, it up for all the emo rappers. To be honest, like I mean, if you're being real, like he's. I saw this he was doing I, it in 09. <laughs> yeah, I saw this video that was like old rap albums had like one track that was like, and this one's going out to the ladies. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> those songs were always like so fucking bad. It was always one, maybe two at yeah. most, two at most. But they're but... like such throwaways, and like they're they're also so much. They're they're pretty toxic. We're like, oh yeah, my girl keep it real when I'm messing with other women, and it's just. <laughs> And then people wondered why, like, women never liked that kind of attitude. Yeah. But then Drake came in with, like, 
a different perspective like I'm, on it. I'm really in love with you and i'm just struggling help me love you type shit you know? yeah and that's what makes early drake so revolutionary but <laughs> future this is this isn't you man just don't do this again man got kanye with the backpack rap and drake with the simp rap revolutionizing hip-hop yeah you know i would say 808's kind of like like drake doesn't happen without 808s but we don't need to get into that yeah i will never mind uh oh and by the way two things just a fast forward correction so that wasn't a sample y'all for anyone listening that was apparently tim singing i thought it was a sample i I thought it was somebody actually singing yeah and then second thing uh rose street is on the last uh, album we reviewed by vince staples ramona park broke my heart i said that with no context yeah i was like i I, I had to figure it out but yeah you did not say that with any context my dude um Wait, wait, uh, wait, okay, I got one I like. Oh, pick it, pick it, pick it. dude, puffing on Zooty. That's what I was gonna say. That's what I was gonna say. Perfect, 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 perfect. That's what I was gonna say. Uh, yeah. Speak on it, dog. Speak on it. <laughs> so, <laughs> you don't even know what to say. <laughs> I, see, I don't know what to say at this point. I can like read out the bars that I like, but this is just mm-hmm. future in his. <laughs> this is just future in his bag talking about fucking yeah. smoking weed, puffing on Zooties, and she calling me daddy. That's that's that <laughs> shit. That's that shit I want. And and I mean, half of this song is just literally chorus. Yeah, it is. G five of the flight. Can you see me? That's that's you, future. That's you doing what you do best. So, puffing on zooties. I think there's a reason it's so early on in the album. I think future knows what the people like really want when they're really paying attention in the first couple songs of the album. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one works for me, Mark. It sounds like it did for you too. Yeah, I mean, it's not my favorite. I definitely like songs like Massaging Me More, but this is like when Future's in his bag, this is his sound typically. Like when I say like he's rapping a little bit slower, like he doesn't have to be on the hype fun shit. Like I like Future like that, but kind of shit like this where it's not super hype and fun. It's more like mellow, kind of in your feelings, not really, but it's more so he's not rapping about like sad things. It just the beat kind of sounds a little more like that. But he's like just dropping about, wow, ah, I'm on a flight, G5, you know, bitch will pretty look better than Cassie. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Puffing on Zooties and she called me daddy. Like, you know, he's just kind of flexing while like his voice fits this type of shit perfectly, dude. Like whenever he just raps his, the flow, he raps over beats like this. That's, you know how Drake has his formula? To me, this is the future formula. I first heard him do this on, fuck, what's the song? There's a song that actually um what's his name uh he used to fuck with chance the rapper heavy we reviewed one of his albums milo you would know who vic mensa <laughs> vic mensa vic mensa yes it is vic mensa did a remix of a future song that i cannot remember the for the life of me right now but it's like that's when the first time i heard future rap like that on that type of beat i was like oh this is what this nigga does. This is his formula. Um, and so puffing on Zooties is just that. And so I was like, yep, it's solid. Like, it's not the greatest, but to me, this is a solid track off this album easily. I didn't even notice any of the lyrics, to be honest. Like, not a single one, but like is- just the vibe in itself. Like, to me, this is it. Yeah, of course you didn't notice the fucking lyrics because it didn't <laughs> mix the damn track well. I'm sorry. If you're going to speak, I need to hear you. And I honestly listened to the song three times. The mixing was so bad, I could not hear what anyone was saying. So that's a critical fail. Turn around, <laughs> go back to the DMV. It, somebody, so this is definitely a skip. 
stupid hook and yeah he did this solo too so uh, great i guess he could sell the credit for this failure i could not sell this song. you know what no i could there is a selling point to the song somebody contact the dare program because if you want a way for kids to stop smoking weed play this crap and i'm guarantee i guarantee they won't touch it that's the selling point of the song oh jesus <laughs> don't bring jesus into this Alan, I mean, <laughs> I mean, are we still on Puffin on Zooties? Yeah. Well, I already said I like this song, but I kind of knew this is what this is what I want out of future. I don't, I don't know what else I'm really looking for. I'm not like he's always kind of hard to understand, right? I don't know, <laughs> bro. He has a line where he says. Stop taking Molly. He says, "Stop taking Molly. I'm back on E." That's 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 future. I don't I don't know. <laughs> Did he say, "Stop taking Mall. I'm back on E." Molly. Or, oh, I was trying to salvage it a little bit. <laughs> no, I stopped taking Molly. I'm back on E. Back on the E. Maybe he's out of gas. Hmm. Mm. I don't know. I mean, gas is a little high. Okay, let's talk about <laughs> Keep It Burning with Mr. West. Mr. West. Keep it burning. Let's do it. What's your thoughts? I love that Kanye's voice is so distinct. It's like a friend. It is. Like when I'm lost in a crowd and I hear I hear you know, hey, follow. <laughs> <laughs> like I just I think I've really come like I know I don't. This is a parasocial relationship, but I feel like, you know, I know Kanye. Mm-hmm. So when he started talking on this, it was really it was a really pleasant surprise. I like what he did on the hook. This is a, I would say, yeah, this is a let play. And I yeah, really enjoyed the chorus that he had. I like that he still, despite, you know, making songs about cutting off his ex-wife's new boyfriend's head. <laughs> he's still trying to be Christian when mm-hmm. he raps mm-hmm. <laughs> on features. So that's cool. Yeah, but the I mean the beat wasn't really anything different. And there's a point actually where Kanye tries to do the oh man, like they uh, all of them have it. Like Rich Homie Kwan has it. The guy Rich that Homie made, Kwan. Uh, that was, man, that's I've a deep cut. I've heard that even a minute. What? Boogie with the hoodie does it. Uh, I can't replicate it. I'm not even gonna try. But Kanye West tries something different with his voice in the song that I didn't really didn't expect from him. Maybe Alan can explain it better. But I mean. I don't really I like, know. <laughs> yeah, I don't well, no, he started. Could you wait? Could you like, ex- could you like elaborate on it a little more? He, so he started off with his normal Kanye voice. So I recognized he was speaking, but as he was rapping and he started gaining more, more, more momentum, it's hard. They like, they do that. Kind of, I'm talking about, talk, it's like a coil array that really airy, like top of your, top of your mouth. Like, I don't know what I'm talking about. I, that's all I'm going to do. This is, I'm drowning here, Alan. Don't just let me. Come on, pull me out. <laughs> no, I come on, you're watching me sing, dude. <laughs> no, I, I definitely agree with you in, in that, like, like, obviously when Kanye gets on the track, I'm fucking excited, right? But I don't think I like the chorus on this as much as you you do, I would say. Um, but <laughs> Kanye is still, he's he's still in kind of, and I know this is what his brand currently is, but he's still in the like 
I'm a get Kim back mode. I'm a run for president in 24 mode on this. Yeah, I'll vote for him. Well, uh, it, anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> um, I, I really like when he first comes in, he's like coming from the rack, the home of the drillers. I, I hate that. What? I hate it so much because what? he is not about that life. Kanye, do not Whoa. do not get on the hype that Chief Keef, fucking Lil Durk, FPG, that all these people started, bro. Like Kanye is not. Yeah, he's from Chicago. Don't get me wrong, but he's not part of that shy rock drill movement. And the nigga need to stop claiming GD and all the other shit. Kanye is not about that shit, bro. How can Kanye, you like Drake at all? How can bro, you say CLB is any good and then criticize Kanye? What is that? <laughs> He's criticizing Kanye for claiming that'd be like me claiming the hyphy movement because I'm from California. (laughs) Come on, bro. Like, he had nothing to do with all that drill movement shit at all, bro. Fuck out of here, Kanye. It is okay. All right, right, Mark. I'll, 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 I, yeah, I, I know. I, I agree. I'm gonna buy a home next to your home if I miss you. See, and I don't know if I like that or not. Uh, it's hard for me to say if I like that because uh, if it wasn't real, I like it. Like if it, if it was just a verse, but the fact that he did that shit is like, nah, bro, that's too. But much. your dude, your criticism of him is that he's fake in the in the drill scene. But when he's talking Fuck, about real, right, huh? don't like it. <laughs> well, I what do you I, want I, him to do? Mind. Do you want him? To I mean, I'd, I'd rather not. that be real than him like stalking his wife. Real. This or album's got me on demon time, so I'm cool with the line. <laughs> Okay, you know what? I want yeah, even time. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with I'm with Milo. This song's a banger. Mark is in the wrong. Best song on the album by far. Fuck everything else. Uh, he said "City on Fire" like Bethlehem. That's b- B. You're a biblical scientist. You should. You should. Yeah, give us the history, man. When did they? When did they sack Jerusalem? Oh, okay. See, this wasn't. This had nothing. Bethlehem. Okay. See. Okay. This is why it didn't make sense. In 2016, a- the whole exit Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes the thesis, boys. This <laughs> is just on genius.com. I swear to God, I did not fucking pull out logos and start doing this shit. So it says in 2016, a former Bethlehem steel complex in Lackawanna, New York, set on fire. A thick ash cloud. <laughs> it actually says a thick ash cloud, not a thick ash cloud. But a thick ash cloud extended 30 miles south viewable from Canada. Also, Bethlehem is a Jesus birthplace in a place where David was anointed as king of Israel. Okay. But I guess, like, he just wanted to use Bethlehem. Man, I don't know why you're hating on that line. Yeah, why, are, yeah why is this a problem for you? Yeah, I don't get it. That line's going to be written on heaven. Hey, Christian ass nigga. Get, if you want a Christian ass nigga, get Lecrae on this shit, nigga. Oh. Like, <laughs> Kanye's made two whole Christian albums. Yeah, he has fucking fake American Christianity. He's nigga. the only artist to have an, a, a Grammy for a gospel album, if I'm not mistaken. That can't he's be for true. Sure Kurt rapper. Franklin has to. Kurt Franklin has to. <laughs> Stop it. He's <laughs> <laughs> garbage. I was walking, watching Egan on Sunday, and that song was in there. Oh, God. You want to stop it? Dude, Kirk Franklin was that nigga back in the 2000s, bro. Kirk Franklin was that nigga, bro. Every Christian church was turning up. Um, I said every Christian church. That's fucking redundant. Um, 
No, I had a song. Reliant K. <laughs> Reliant K was a shit though. Reliant K is fucking fire. So one of my other favorites actually was right after massaging me chickens with ESTG. I thought this shit was hard as hell, bro. I thought this shit was so fun. Um, there's really just nothing to say about it. The like Hogan's literally him's going chicken, <laughs> chicken. <laughs> but just the way I don't know the way he was rapping on this motherfucker sounded dope as hell. I don't know what he was saying. It just sounded black foreign automobiles, Wakanda. <laughs> oh, but the Bethlehem line was. Mid, yes, yeah. You're, he's just being incredibly inconsistent. <laughs> okay. Um, I was leaning and stopped all the Xanax. I'm meaning to cut back on ecstasy. So I guess he really is doing a lot of ecstasy. He's mentioned it twice now. Well, yeah. There's a point in this album. I mean, all these people are like legit junkies. <laughs> He's a li- he Fuchi said it multiple times. So. I don't think he's joking. He's a wrist junkie. He said it multiple times. Yeah, I don't think is, he's lying. He said it, yeah. So, chickens, horrible. No. Just that hook alone. Like, seriously? Like, we're just chickens. repeating just like some SpongeBob shit. Chickens. And <laughs> Futures Verse, incoherent. ESTG, I basically got, okay, I'm a killer. Cool. So, uh, at least I can hear you and, and follow with what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe we could have used a skit or some voicemails on this album. Maybe that mix it up. broke up. Yeah, mixed it up a little bit because the beat on this is pretty much the same. And I, I don't know how you can make the hook worse. Like the hook hooks were already bad on this album, except for, you know, the songs I've mentioned. But they're all we've bad mentioned except we've the liked. ones I like. No, correction, (laughs) except for the songs we mentioned we like, like Keep It Burning and Wait For You. But Mm -hmm. I just, chickens? Does that not strike anybody as some clown shit? That's Tom Fool. It is. It could have been better, but whatever. I thought at least. Yeah, that's exactly what the producer was saying. That (laughs) that, that shrug and everything right before he signed off on it. I thought it was at least going to be like some chicken head shit. That's why I thought he was gone, but no, nah, just chickens. Hey, chickens. Hey, chickens. Like, that's, you know. What do you do? Hey, 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 hey. 100 bitches, they call me Chamberlain. That's literally the line. Yep. What you do? Hey, 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 hey. 100 bitches, they call me Chamberlain. <laughs> I think. Milo, I think you just might not be a future guy, and that's that's fine. I'm not a I'm not a little Wayne. You guy. think? You think? <laughs> I don't think he's a, I'm pretty sure he's not a future guy. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, um, any other ones people really want to mention? Yeah, I think people should listen to "Love You Better." It comes right after "Way for You." It's really a, it's just like a "Please Don't Leave Me" R&B song. In fact, a future basically sings on that song. It, I don't remember any rapping happening, so that was also very I thought surprising. It was trash. I put trash. When, well, of course, you don't like. Yeah, rock you don't like any R and B, any R and B influence at all. So trash. I mean, it, but it was very shocking when I started off saying you know, I didn't know Future acted like that. Like I did not know he was a, trying to do any type of singing. So definitely check out Love You Better. And the final, uh, the penultimate track. I only know that word because of a series of unfortunate events. 
Oh, that's a deep cut. Nice. <laughs> for real, for real. I'm on one is a great track. Uh, you should check that out. I really like Drake's verse on that. That should be a surprise. My notes on their way is Drake needs a better ghostwriter. Stop it. With the I, ghost thought, I thought I thought the bars were whack. I, I, so you had a bar like spit and people who kind of talk like to <laughs> This he is the bar. shit. He had you know, Alan, go off. I'm going to let the bull out of... I'm going to let the... Listen, listen, listen. I'm letting the bull out oh, of you, you, see, you see now how ridiculous he's no, doing. He had a bar that was like legit like, God damn, dude. This is like not it. What was it? Let me find out where it is. is it, it was just so bad. Is it see-through? Shut the fuck out. Saying <laughs> that should just be because it's see-through. Shut up. I don't want to have me too. Say that you're a lesbian girl, me too. That's the next line, Mark. Me too. Hey. Oh, this is the line where I heard. He said, so Drake starts, uh, on my host rocking Audemars, whatever the fuck that is. On my host rocking Rolly Audemars, Paddock, bust down Tatiana, bust down Tatiana, Bust down! I thought he would have bust down. Yeah, that's that seems perfectly fine to me. I don't know why you're being a hater right now. <laughs> I mean, just because you had a bust down like he do. <laughs> mean you gotta... Oh my god! Now I'm jealous of the nigga. That what you saying? I'm jealous of the nigga. All right, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, who's a fucking almost billionaire? Spent the times around fucking high schools. Like nigga, fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're we're bringing that up. <laughs> I'm just gotta. Oh, I need to go on. Trust me, if I was the both time over there and I didn't have kids, I'm not spending time around no goddamn high school, bro. Fuck is he doing? Anywho, can I sorry. do? I, can I? Can I? A quick rant about that. I think Drake just wants to be seen with like popular things, and so like the way that he will like start texting uh, Millie Bobby Brown is the same way that he like. He changes who his favorite NBA team is based on like who's good at that moment, right? I think he and like he he'll take the he'll take like he'll rap with like a fake accent if he thinks it's cool, you know. And so I think all of that is more so just him like badly trying to be seen as cool, in my opinion, versus like being a pedo. But it's a bad look either way. Anyway, rant done. You, you wrap it up. Okay, one time. Nobody wants to talk about Willow, your beloved Jaden Smith's sister. Who the fuck is Willow? Oh, okay. Faking an English accent on stage for SNL. One thing, one quick rant I would like to go on is actually very on SNL? Because I'm sick of hearing about these ghostwriters. You... Mark and all these people talking about ghostwriters are just like the Republicans in election fraud. <laughs> so <laughs> many <laughs> <evidence>. <laughs> And so we have tons of evidence. Like, yeah, actually, there's a lot of evidence credits. about the ghost There's a lot of evidence. <laughs> yeah. No, there's more evidence for election real. fraud. <laughs> it's not Somebody reach out to Mick Mill. There's a lot of evidence. Yeah. Fake ass niggas, bro. Um, all right, Did bro, anyone like Back to Basics? No. The Be There For Me Mommy? No. I don't even no. remember it, so. That was yeah, literally the line track. where I put... This nigga needs to really start choosing better beats. This sounds like a knockoff of off of nothing was the same. But I thought future was flowing on it nicely though. But you said it was a knockoff of nothing was the same. Yeah, it sounds like a knockoff track on nothing was the same, in my opinion. That's fair. Yeah, it was basically just just that. But whoever 
like he wanted his girl to just be there for them and like rest his dude. Head I on listened her to the last few shoulder. tracks that were all trash for no reason, bro. The last, Didn't he like, say that too? Bonus tracks. Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry you had to do that, but uh, <laughs> that's it. That's that's the track list, y'all. Spiceometer. Yeah, I'm ready. This is a not spicy at all for me, Alan. Yeah, I, as much as I would like to be contrarian and give it a spicy, it's this thing is going like three for sixteen, man. Yeah, <laughs> Milo. I don't know how many people are ever going to hear this, but perhaps the right person might, and I'm going to offer what I think is the best contribution to Future's career. You should change it to Feature. Feature. His name to Feature. <laughs> Not spicy. Uh, damn, that's disrespectful. Um, Can I ask you a quick question? Who do you guys like on features more, Rick Ross or Future? Rick Ross. You Future. like Rick Ross? I'd say probably Future, to be honest. Is that even a question? I mean, I'm not a Rick Ross fan, to be <gasps> honest. He can rap. <laughs> he can rap better for sure, but like, I think Future's voice is more unique. I've, I've heard a Rick Ross feature where I was like, oh my God. But I've heard Future features where I was like, dude, that nigga took the whole track. So. Rick Ross just always has a solid feature. Don't get me wrong. I've never heard one where I thought it was bad. I've never played bad feature ones. But, like, I don't know. I don't really find Rick Ross special. To me, he's just, like, a solid rapper. No, see, um, I think they both have that unique, like, vocal quality. Hmm. Future's voice is more unique, but Rick Ross is a much better rapper, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No question. No and question. the man's literally got, like, an X-Men, like, utter. That man literally lives on, like, a compound in Florida, bro. Like, they used his house for, like, coming back to America with Eddie Murphy. Like, he has a fucking palace in Florida. (laughs) Yeah, it must be, like, 400. The lair. (laughs) Um, Two tracks. Um, I'm going to pick Misogyny and Chickens. Those are the ones that's getting it for me, dog. <laughs> I would do Wait For You and Keep It Burning with For A Nut as an honorable mention. God damn. Why? Wait, Mark, what Chickens and uh, Misogyny. Okay, I'll pick Misogyny. And what was, what was your two, Milo? Keep It Burning and Wait For You. I'm about to pick the Drake song over the Kanye song. So wait for, for you, you and massaging me. We'll throw on the album appetizers <laughs> playlist. Uh, I'm not going to lie. That's about half the good tracks on this album. <laughs> uh, but also for those of you, all my all my tourist friends out there, I am going to be putting my birthday album on hold for a little bit because there's a lot of fucking big deal happening in the music industry right now so we're going to be reviewing young white drake apparently (laughs) Um, i'm sure you'll hear my thoughts on that on that comp next week Mm -hmm. Uh, and then after that uh an unknown p artist signed to a label called pg lang (laughs) i think his name is oklahoma oconma uh, formerly known as Kendrick Lamar, formerly known as Kung Fu Kenny, formerly known as K-Dot. Mm-hmm. And he's fucking making an album that's supposed to be releasing. That might be a double album next week. Oh, snap. That's going to be long as 
fucking wild. Dude, and we're going to do it however long it is. We're doing it. Yeah, it don't matter. <laughs> four hours, it's not long enough. Yeah, and, exactly. <laughs> and I'm excited um, about that. Maybe a little less excited about Jack Harlow, but we will yeah. be back for him next week. Later, guys. All right, y'all. Peace. Ciao.